all day, all night long. She sings my song. And you know I've found I love that last. Cause it's a podcast. Come, my Gary, come, come, my Gary. Eat this, you'll play cup. It's sugar and dairy. Come, my Gary, come, come, my Gary. You can call me Balky, I'll call you cousin. Larry. <laughs> hey, everybody, it's me, Brayden Cameron. And with me, as always, is Gary Butterfield. Hey, Gary, welcome back to the show. Hey, hey, sugar baby. <laughs> how have you been what's been going on I, i've been good i uh i've been good yeah um you know i, I we're recording uh for so everyone knows we're recording three episodes i just because I, I it's much louder on my end oh, okay. i just want to disclaim to everybody that i know my my cat's going ape shit uh <laughs> get ready for it buckle up for the next six weeks of roy's going ape shit because <laughs> if i feed him now uh He's going to wake me up in 12 hours, and I need to stay up late to work on some stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So I uh, just want to get that out of the way. In answer to your first question, I'm actually doing pretty well. Yeah. You're doing well in this crazy town we live in? It is. That's what they actually named Crazy Town after Portland. <laughs> when Brett Mauser and Seth Binzer decided to get together and, uh, and name their band, yeah. uh, they, they actually named it something very unfortunate, which we'll talk about. Uh, but it was after the town known as Portland. Is that true? No. I not no remotely. I, the, <laughs> my, I lied. Um, I'm doing good. I'm relaxed. Okay, good. I got back from vacation, man. Okay. Yeah, I, I know. I talked about it in the last episode that just came out. I, I haven't listened to it yet because it's, uh, it's up in that Dropbox, and I, I listen to things on the regular feed. Yeah, well, that makes sense. That makes sense. I'm, a, I'm a regular boy, so I'm looking forward to listening to that. Um, thank yeah. you for holding down the fort while I was gone. Yeah, no problem. It was uh, it was pretty easy. I got to do my like an episode I've been wanting to do, which is the trifecta where I talk about bald, shirtless, goateed bass players. <laughs> the um, my favorite uh, type of bass player. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you've got you're spoiled for choice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a buyer's market. It is <laughs> when it comes to that that type, uh, and and not least of which with what uh, actually before we get into it, mm-hmm. how are you doing? I'm good. I'm doing really well. Uh, you know, it's uh, currently spring break uh, where oh, where I work, which means no one is in the office and uh, everything's been real chill. Oh, hold up. Mm-hmm. So, so Nike, you work on the Nike campus. I do. I do. It has a spring break. Well, I, it's just like you know, everyone has kids, and then everyone just takes the week off. Gotcha. Um, and uh, and that's how it goes. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, I love it when no one's in the office. Yeah. When I used to work in an office, sometimes those days are better than not going into work. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Like, it's, it's like, you know, I got up uh, nice and early, and I got into work, and there's really nothing to do, and you just kind of hang out. You get a bunch done. You get all your work done in, like, three hours because no one's bothering you. Yeah. And then, uh, and then it's just time to just chill. Yeah, yeah. I normally get, like, emails, like, once every, like, 30 seconds or so while I'm at work. And, <laughs> yeah. uh and I, I went like two and a half hours without getting any to the point where I started to get nervous. Like, oh no, did my outlook break? Did like, the IMAP pop? Yeah. Sir, server is the mailer demon about? Am I still am I still plugged into the internet? Yeah. <laughs> Have I been Johnny Mnemonic? Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, I understand that feeling yeah. as well. Um, um, so Gary. Mm. Before we get into this episode, let's which is do a lot be of things before we get into it. Because before we get, let's get it all out of the way because we don't want to get in the middle of this and then have to be interrupted. You want to change horses midstream. I don't know if you're aware of this, but we are down to the final four in the which Pokemon is Cubist 
uh, tournament. I, I am aware because you told me that, but I also wouldn't have known that if you didn't. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I figured we should just get one done right now. Yep. Smurgle has a brush on his tail. In this tournament, he will surely fail. And Geodude, mind cop a two, and observing a new descending a staircase, he'll come in last place. Cause this tournament ain't about the size, how bad as they are, how cute their eyes. This time, we're looking at their heart to see if they are fans of Cuban Star. So, we'll start at the beginning, and then we'll up, we'll ramp. Cause we need to see which Pokemon's the real Marcel Duchamp. Cuddle up with your arcane eye. This song's over, it's. Tournament time! Pablo Tops! Before we even get start talking about how butterflies are great and yeah. how crazy this town is. Yeah, you're my butterfree sugar I, baby. I need you to tell me between our old buddy Palosand oh. and our new buddy Psyduck, which oh my God. of these two is Cubist. I finally understand Sophie's choice. <laughs> <laughs> Which between uh, Pablo San Picasso uh-huh. or, or Psyduck, the sensitive, soulful duck? Yeah. Um, which shall I choose? Um, God, that's a rough one. Yeah. It's like, is, is it asking? It's like, this is a symbolic victory. Uh, you know how, like, the United States and Russia would fight a, a proxy war? Mm-hmm. Insert, mm-hmm. you know, in Vietnam to... It's really a capitalism versus communism war. Sure, yeah. Um, this is like really a war between whether I think the funny pun name I came up with <laughs> is more important than, than a headache duck. <laughs> That's a really tricky question. Yeah. Um, hmm. Hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess, I guess the I'll, I'll do the humble thing and say say Psyduck. Okay. Because here's okay. the here's what here's the thinking. Okay. Is that um while uh Pablo San Picasso uh may very well be, you know, a good pun name mm-hmm. and a ghost might appreciate art. Mm-hmm. Psyduck uh feels like he struggles on the daily. Mm-hmm. You know, with mm-hmm. things in general and I just feel like he's got the soul of a poet. Like I I just think that he would understand. Yeah. So if it was about which which one would be better at making art? Maybe a little bit different. But mm. as the song says, we're trying to determine which uh, Pokemon are fans of Cubist art. That's right. That's and I'm, right. I, I got to give that to, to Psyduck. <laughs> so I think I All think right. that, that specific headache uh, <clears throat> waterfowl. Now, Golduck? Probably not. No, Golduck's gross. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, personality counts. Yeah. Uh, so, so not only would I not do Golduck because he's disgusting and I don't want him to... <laughs> have any honors you know um yeah but also just because he's too angry whereas mm-hmm. psyduck seems like he looked at a, a piece of cubist art and was like i i sai 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 like i don't, I don't know <laughs> why is that person shaped that way that uh, seems psyduck-esque to me yeah yeah so psyduck uh, yeah so psyduck wins gary do you think there's ever been there's been a crossover between psyduck and psy the gangnam style guy <laughs> I, I i man i would love it the um i uh i don't think so but i think okay. that if uh so we know size probably not up to much mm-hmm. right like i mean maybe he has like a, a rich career i mean he could be doing very well in korea I know, he could I be the no scat idea. man of korea yeah we don't know um but psyduck 
we'd have to get the the property from Nintendo. I feel like we could almost make this happen. I feel like I, all we have to do to make it happen is to go on DeviantArt and write those things. In there. <laughs> that's one hundred percent true. And good, good. You know what? Good on you for remembering the name of the Gangnam Style guy. Well, thank you. Because I didn't. <laughs> um, if you hadn't said Psy, if you'd just been like a crossover between Psy and Psyduck, I'd be like, who the fuck's Psy? Yeah, yeah. You know? I, I figured I should give you some some context. Because pre- yeah, very sure. well, like a name like Psy, he could have been like a Metal Gear Solid character or something. <laughs> like, like, we're in a Metal Gear Solid organization. Uh, yes. He could have even just been a, a, a shadowy government something or other. Yeah. You could have thought I was just talking about Raphael's weapon of choice. Yeah, well, and, and there hasn't. And t- t- to answer the question you didn't ask, I don't think there's been a crossover between Raphael's weapon and Psyduck. <laughs> <laughs> um, and the idea of a Psyduck, like a duck that just has like a, you know, maybe you tape a side to its back and it's a much more dangerous duck as yeah. a result. Like It's like those those crabs that hold onto the knife. Sure. You, you mess with the crab, you get the stabbo. Yeah. Like th- those crabs. Yeah. Time for a crab. Um, yeah, I, I would like to make that change be the change that happens that I see in the world that okay. I have created. So you want to you want to get a duck, you want to mm-hmm. get a sigh, and yep. you want to put the two together. Yep, it'd be like the season two of The Wire, except with a much happier ending. <laughs> the, <laughs> All right. Yeah, uh, Brayton. Yeah. Can I? Uh, can this isn't doesn't have to be a segment, but can I? Uh, can I give you a hats off? Sure. Hats off to Brayton Cameron because the next two songs we're doing were your choices, and they are very inspired. <laughs> I, I mean that in Thanks. I mean that absolutely sincerely. Like I had not thought about these two songs that I think are kind of perfect for for uh what we're gonna what we do in the show. Yeah. And there's just a lot to it. Mm-hmm. There's a lot to it. Yeah, yeah. Uh I I I feel like Crazy Town is uh, Butterfly by Crazy Town always exists in like some small part of the back of my brain. It's uh, it's constantly on a loop. <laughs> Yeah, because it's it's like a song that during that year was just everywhere. Yeah, uh, nineteen ninety nine. The two big things: Y two K, Butterfly. <laughs> butterfly. You know, Butterfly two K. That yeah. was it. <laughs> Crash your gateway, sugar baby. <laughs> um, <laughs> like, it's a uh, yeah. It it was everywhere, and it's still kind of everywhere. It's weird when you hear it now, uh, but it still happens. Like you'll walk yeah. into like you know the rare case I'm in like an old navy. Yeah, or something like that, and they'll be playing Butterfly. I'm like, what the fuck are you playing Butterfly for? It feels it feels very ironic when you hear it now, like like yeah. in the way that like when you still hear like Sublime, it doesn't feel ironic. Like yes. people, you know, that's like more of a part of the zeitgeist than than Butterfly by Crazy Town. Absolutely, uh, and I want to give you a little bit of, uh, and this is unrelated to what we were talking about in the uh, in the green room, mm-hmm. um, a tiny segment uh, that. Uh, we we we've uh, we've talked about before. It's a kind of a crossover between the uh, the Brayton Dayton segment where I talk about date stuff that I do, uh-huh. and then also a brand new segment. So this you know probably does need a thing, yeah. Uh, which is and I, I mentioned this to you before in real life. But I want to talk about air, which is the uh, the four one one on the three one one. Because both the things we're doing next have surprising uh-huh. connections to 311. <laughs> I'm honestly not that surprised. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, uh, so the connection this one has that's not, you know, actually that surprising 
is that uh, it occupies that same kind of space. Yeah. Right. Like I don't like Sublime, but I under I recognize that they're real. Mm-hmm. Like it's made of humans who have played instruments. <laughs> I don't recognize that kind of sovereignty in crazy town. Like crazy (laughs) town cannot be an independent nation state uh, as far as art goes for me. Okay. okay. And I want to tell you, I I told you this before I'm going to tell again because I want to tell it in there. Brief 311 story. Mm -hmm. Uh, Been Dayton again. Yeah. Uh, You know, had a sad winter, got broken up with, took me out of left field. Super sad. Dayton again, getting back on the horse. Looking through OkCupid. One of the things on OkCupid, six things you can never do without. Yeah. Never do without. Kind of answers that show up there. It's a it's a space to make jokes, I feel like, and not everyone makes jokes. Like, sometimes people are just like, coffee, food, water, shelter. And I'm like, well, okay. But every once in a while, someone will throw you a real curveball there. Looked at a girl, hot, seemed kind of interesting. One of the six things she can never do without, 311. Isn't that fucking weird? Cannot do without. I can't do without it. I need... 311. I need this amber in my energy. Yes. <laughs> I am. When it comes to 311, I am down, down. Yeah. Like it is, uh, that blows my mind. And I think of this band in as like a more ubiquitous 311. As far as like recognizing the sovereignty of their nation, mm-hmm. as far as like whether it's a town I want to live in, very similar to 311 to me. Sure, sure. It, it is that sort of like jam with a DJ sort of vibe. The main guy in this is called DJ Adam 12. And, right. he, and he's also in a band with another guy named Adam who's DJ AM. What the fuck? Yeah, I feel like that's that's not great. And, and a guy named Fado DJ. F- Fado DJ? Fado. Doug Miller, oh. a.k.a. Fado DJ. Yeah, that's too many DJs in one band. You know, at least be like Charles Lopez and call yourself Rust Epeak. <laughs> <laughs> You know, Rusty Peak. Like, that doesn't sound like a vile sex move. Yeah, the, uh, the Rusty Peak is really yeah, kind of unpleasant. Charles yeah. Lopez. Like, everything about this is extremely unpleasant. Yeah. So let's start talking about the video itself. Now, I want to apologize to everybody. The link that we're probably going to put out um, is, like, the best version that I could find, which is, like, from a Russian website. I, uh, I'm looking at that as well. Um, and it's not good quality, yeah. um, which is, we're, you know, I don't we're think not in the daily motion, you know, uh, daily motion jail. <laughs> yeah. It's not terrible. Uh, it's oh. better than that, but it isn't great. No. And that's actually true for the other video we're doing as well, because they are, they are things that should be lost to time. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um so in this video we have our, 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 the, the, the residents of crazy town. Yes. Uh, they've relocated to a jungle. They have. Uh, and it's actually quite lovely. It does It does look like a nice jungle to play uh, this kind of music in, I suppose. Yeah, it is kind of like, it feels like they're at the local botanical gardens. And like, <laughs> those are always nice to visit. <laughs> they, they, they shot this at Bush Gardens in Florida. Yeah. <laughs> because I, are these guys from Florida? Because I've never seen a band that is more like they're from Florida. Um, let's see where these guys, these guys kind of came out about. Is it not going to say? I have no idea. Um, yeah, weird formation, uh, epic and shell shock. Started collaborating under the name the Brimstone Sluggers, and they're they're an LA band. Oh, so okay. that would have been my second sure. guess. Yeah, <laughs> the um, the so they're in this jungle. Yeah, um, and we get introduced to the principal shirtlesses that we have uh, uh, going on yeah. in this this zone. 
Yeah, we do. We've got two shirtlesses. Um, is it just two? Is there three? It, uh, it's three. Okay. Because at about 26 seconds into this, you get a nice little triptych of the three shirtless guys and the two guys with the black t-shirts framing yeah, them right. like bookends. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're really, they, they run the gamut of different kinds of shirtless dude mm-hmm. to me. Um, we got our main guy, yeah, uh, Adam Braven, AKA DJ Adam 12. Yeah. And isn't Adam 12 like a, Oh no, that's, that's a past member. This could be Seth. This is Seth Binzer, AKA shifty. <laughs> Fuck man. <laughs> I can't, I can't do this. You can't keep up. It's okay. Let's up. drop, let's drop Wikipedia and we'll just, we'll give okay. them all names. Okay. Uh, we call them, we'll call them star chest. <laughs> yes. Star chest brace face. <laughs> Cause he's got a lot of metal going on in his face and <clears throat> he does sound have. like an old man, but He's got a lot of like new style piercings. Yeah, this is like this is super nineteen ninety nine, and like you even get that that. I think it's in the first verse where they say like, and he even got me stung when you got the tongue ring or whatever oh. or sprung. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, like, you can call me stung is a different kind of implication. Stung, stung is yeah something else. Sorry, but like yeah, I mean that really is telling of that period of time where like tongue rings were not as popular and also were like a thing that people were like, whoa, tongue oh, yeah. rings. Yeah, you're just like this is uh, this is super. Oh, so this actually this is uh, Shifty Shell Shock is actually that guy's name. Um, so the uh, here here's the I know I hate it. <laughs> I, I guess it's worth getting out of the way that I hate these guys. Yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, so that that tongue ring was super sexy and just being like, dude, this gives me an erection. Like yeah. it's a fucking weird thing to say in this song. Yeah. Uh, to this lady who is a jungle uh, nymph of some kind. With giant eyelashes. Giant pink eyelashes. Huge eyelashes surrounded by CGI butterflies. Mm-hmm. Sugar. Baby. Baby. Um, yeah, God, those eyelashes look really diseased. She looks like a bad X-Men. <laughs> like, I, I don't like them at all. Uh, and I say this is a man who is lashful. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, and what what is the necklace she's wearing of like not quite seashells? I I don't know. Yeah. I have no idea. But I, I do want to point out where like the thing about this video that I, I, I think is great is that they there's like some sort of magical realism, but they don't have any rules for it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like there's no consistency. <clears throat> Excuse me. So at one point, uh Shifty Shapo here or whatever his name was. Yeah, Shifty, Shifty Shell Shock. Shell Shock. Shifty Shell Shocked. Yeah. Uh touches the screen, so there's like a fourth wall breaking moment. Yeah. And the screen gets all weird and bubbly yep there we go. um the uh, according to genius uh yeah. which is is a great source for when you have a vapid ass song like this yeah uh this was inspired he inspired to write the song because his girlfriend was a butterfly collector uh-huh. which like that's the kind of thing you do as a metaphor for collecting people <laughs> you don't uh, you're not a butterfly collector unless you're a serial killer like kiss the uh-huh. girls to the butterfly collector <laughs> Yeah, is what you yeah. what what that actually is, uh, but also according to Genius, the line could also be interpreted as him wanting a girl to open up to him like the wings of a butterfly. We, that's really stretching. I feel like I think that's a big that's a I classic mean, Genius stretch. Unless unless they just mean like you know open up her flower. <laughs> yes, this could be about her opening up her vagina, sugar baby, sugar baby. And he is saying, "Come, come, my baby." Yeah, you know. Well, this is come, my lady, oh, and like lady. this Thank is. You. I wanted to ask you if you my think lady. that this song had a, a big impact on on uh, on neckbeard saying, yeah. my lady. <laughs> come, come, my lady, come, come, my lady. I shall defend you in this forum, sugar baby. Um, <laughs> but like, man, that tongue ring, I, man, really burying that. We're we're all over the place on this, and I think that this, this is just kind of scattered. I've had a few drinks. 
Mm-hmm. I got to throw that out there, man. Okay. Uh, also, right before that, you you got me sprung with your tongue ring. Mm-hmm. He says that she has a fierce nipple pierce. <laughs> Why was this allowed? I don't. <laughs> uh, I know. I know this song uh, was a very popular song during this period of time for like mm-hmm. uh, strip clubs. Yeah, um, and this was like for, for crazy town, crazy town times. Yeah. Yeah. Women had this type of job in crazy town times. <laughs> <laughs> in the crazy town times yeah women would strip to this song uh and i could kind of get get why um i feel like this is a like a you know your your slow jam <laughs> do will you do you think this song is sexy um I, well you're one you're asking the wrong dude about sexy I, things but uh, I, 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 that's true. no i mean i think that that there's that guitar hook is somewhat provocative, mm. uh, but that's about as far as I'll go. I think that's um, that's probably fair. Like I, I think that this is meant to be very sexy. Mm-hmm. Um, the idea here is that uh, you listen to this and this is like you put this on before you get you get down. Yeah, you know. Um, I think if you took all the lyrics out and then you never knew what these dudes looked like, maybe. Yeah, if this were just beat poetry, let's give that a shot. I feel like that that's worth a worth a worth a shot. So let me let me see what this is like if I'm uh, doing it in poetry. Yeah, you get the lyrics, so. and I will. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and just do the guitar riff in the background here and the bass part. And okay. We'll, yeah, ready? I'll see what happens. Yep. Okay. All right. Three, two, one. I don't deserve you unless it's some kind of hidden message to show me life is precious. Then I guess it's true. But to tell the truth. I really never knew till I met you. See, I was lost and confused, twisted and used up. Knew a better life existed, and I thought that I missed it. This lifestyle was wild. I was living like a wild child trapped <laughs> on a short leash, paroled the police files. So, yo, what's happening now? I see the sun breaking down into dark clouds and a vision of you standing out in a crowd. So, come, my lady. Come, come, my lady. It actually falls apart pretty good in the chorus. I I think that it ceases to become, you can't say, come, my lady, come, come, my lady. You're my butterfly, sugar, baby, uh, as poetry. Mm. I'll make your legs shake. You make me go crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. She's she's getting a better end of that bargain. Like, this is supposed to be kind of a feminist anthem, but, like... You know, that, that's a very explicitly, like, I'm going to make you orgasm and make me go crazy could be anything. Yeah, I just assumed that, like, he was he was going to not feed her for a while and, like, she was going to have a low blood sugar. <laughs> low like, blood sugar. Sort of yeah. Thing. Yeah. That's, a, that's, that's when she has to suck on the uh, a later track on this album, the porn lollipop. Oh, to get, oh you know, right? Oh. <laughs> that's, how, uh, <laughs> that's how you get your blood sugar back up. Yeah. 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 When you give blood, my lady, they give you a cookie, sugar, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Now he's just spouting facts. It's good. Um, Good. Now, uh, about, I feel like this video really takes a turn. We haven't really been talking about it because up until this point, it's mostly just them like mugging. Yeah. About a minute 15, some weird shit starts happening. I'm glad you, I was right there. I paused it. I was just waiting for us to get there. Yeah, we got to talk about this. This is uh, this is where uh, D- DJ uh, Sh- Shifty, Shifty Sarcophagus. Okay, that's right. <laughs> Shifty Sarcophagus is a much better <laughs> DJ name. Oh, uh, like, I would be buried in that, but it just seems I don't know. <laughs> he he stands up and does a, a classic Jesus Christ pose, and the uh, his star tattoos fly off his shoulders and into the sky. They start they start glowing like. Um, uh, God, I wish I could, I could remember what it is, but in some movie, some guy gets pierced, 
Mm-hmm. Uh, he's getting getting destroyed, and he starts having light come out from inside him, like this. It's like the villain at the end. Mm. You know what you're, I'm thinking, about? Uh, you're thinking of um, uh, Highlander. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that definitely happens there. He's, the light within him is is exploding outwards. Yeah. Uh, as these two tattoos uh, fly towards the sky. Yeah, and it it looks like the butterfly lady is crying a little bit. She's like, she's very sad about this. Oh my, you have magic powers like I do. Yeah, because uh, she has those magic eyebrows. Yeah. Um, he doesn't lose the tattoo. Unfortunately, yeah. I really would say he just had two big bloody like scabs there for the rest of the video. Where it's like the makeup artist had to come in and like oh, you know overdo them. Yeah, uh, it, yeah. Give me uh, back teen like Neosporin, baby. <laughs> uh, I want to draw attention to the uh, the other frontman of the mm. group who is wearing a dare shirt. That is a famous thing about this video. Yeah, uh, there are lots of uh, comments in the YouTube. Uh, comments about this yeah including uh, love elk love electricity love uh, el trick elk i don't know how he's saying it it's not electricity electricity el, yeah this, this guy uh who says a dare shirt means you're a low-key pothead in the 90s and that's 100 percent the case actually yeah i don't even think low-key yeah <laughs> this is when you it's a real irony 101 move yeah yeah you know? you're like oh i think they've, they've recently shown that like uh that anti-drug commercials from the 80s mm-hmm. caused kids to do more drugs? I believe it. Yeah. Um, so Dare, good job out there. Yeah, Dare, Dare guy who just has, um, makes up for his lack of piercings with two gigantic rings. There's a part about two minutes in where he blows a kiss to the camera and his magic pops out. He, he shoots some sparkles out of his mouth. Uh, and he shows his gigantic, like, <laughs> class rings. Yeah, there's two yeah. Super Bowls that he won. Yeah, he did. He, I mean, he clearly looks like a football player to me. Absolutely. Uh, some sort of some sort of football man. Um, and this is we, also where all the rest of the members of the band get girlfriends. Yes, every, yeah. all the other butterflies show up. Yeah. Uh, all the other sugar babies. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah all this, uh, to find their sugar daddies, yeah. the candy you need when you're your low-blood sugar baby. Um, these, all these ladies look like female. The first one, you know, has those gigantic eyelashes, which I find unsavory, but mm-hmm. I understand theoretically could be a, an attractive woman. Mm-hmm. All the other women who show up look like female versions of the men in this band <laughs> uh, in a way that really grosses me out. It's, it, well, I guess in that sense, it's like really good casting. Like, so yeah. it, hats off to you, casting <laughs> director of, <laughs> of this. Dateline uh, Hollywood, we're <laughs> looking for a female Antonio Lorenza, a.k.a. Trouble. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Yeah. and make it double um that'll be for next time uh <laughs> yeah, absolutely so when we're getting towards the end of the video here and uh everyone in the band is uh continuing to play a song and yeah. just the, while unrelated women they just show women kind of writhing and humping each other's faces yeah and then finally they're sprouting their wings and flying into the air yes now I think so. It's it's explicit in the motivation behind writing this. If you ask the dude, is the idea was that this was like a feminist anthem. Like this is a pro woman, not feminist anthem. That's <laughs> overstating a little bit. Yeah. But it's, it's supposed to be a pro, like a non misogynistic, pro woman kind of song. Yeah. Uh, hard for me to really take that. At like I don't I don't think so. I I I don't think so, DJ yeah. Adam Ten. I don't think so either. <laughs> yeah. I feel like maybe for that 
time and specifically if they were trying to do a hip-hop track then maybe it's a little bit on the on the better side but you know when you're just the entire song is just like hey you got sexy body parts yeah i want to put i'm gonna make you come yeah exactly i'm gonna make you come with my mouth sugar baby (laughs) like as as just like uh explicit and speaking of uh sex and rap Mm -hmm. i gotta say man uh, since the last time we recorded our, our special episode for the charity bundle, yes, uh, I watched that uh, that Love Again video a couple times. <laughs> That's adult. <laughs> that song is adult. Yes. That video is adult. It's yeah. extreme. That's an adult situation. Yeah, there's a um, there's a great video. There's a whole series, and it's um, I, I've only watched the one, but there's a kid who. Uh, records his dad's reactions to the music that he listens to. And there's that, like him fun. having his dad listen to uh, RTJ3. And it, it's pretty good. His dad yeah. is like, is into it, which is, but also like keeps making the dad like, I don't think you should be listening to this face. Like, yeah, which is good. that's uh, it, it is. Uh, it's pretty explicit. Yeah. And the uh, kid, the kid at one point is like, yeah, it's some pretty explicit lyrics, and no one under seven should listen to this. <laughs> and his dad's like, so eight's okay. And he's like, yeah, yeah it's okay. <laughs> very very cute for an eight-year-old to be like, yeah. <laughs> seven-year-olds don't get this. Um, these guys went on hiatus for a while. I, I, I know that we said we were going to close uh, Wikipedia, but there's so much here. Okay. Um, they went on hiatus. They came back as the Brimstone Sluggers. Uh, that was their their, uh, their original band. They made an album named that. Mm. Listen to this goddamn this this lineup of the damned they went mm. on tour with in the Make America Rock Again Super Tour in 2016. Oh, boy. Like you know in the Simpsons where like they they have the jury of the damned yeah. when when Homer sells, sells his soul for a donut. Yeah, yeah. This exactly. So man. yeah, exactly. The the, the hockey team. Mm. Uh, Trapped, saliva, saving Abel, alien ant farm. 12 Stones, Tantric, Drowning Pool, Puddle of Mud, P.O.D., and Fuel. Wow. So throughout the tour, somebody named Epic was replaced by Bobby Reeves, uh, apparently. That's like just a person. But yeah, it's, just, it's, just, it's just like a local gas station. That's, thing a, that they just, that's a human name. That hey, man, do you, play ba- do you play bass? Yeah, I work at a fucking gas station. Of course yeah, I play bass. I don't have any hair. I'm not yeah. wearing a shirt. I have a goatee. What do you yeah. think I do? Yeah. Yeah. I'm not here for my health. Yeah. Um, what a, what a lineup! Like, what would be so, Brayton? Mm-hmm. I think that you and I are, are at least a little bit similar in that. Well, I mean, I, I maybe I don't want to project. This is something that's true about me is that I will do dumb shit because I know I'll get a story out of it. Mm-hmm. You know, like I'll, I'll go do something, and especially now that I podcast all the time. Yeah. Um, is there like what would it like? So the the would you pay for that experience and or the opposite side? If the answer is so far no. Would somebody have to pay you to go to that tour and sit through the entire thing? And if so, how much? Like, that's, that's a day worth of music. That's at least, like, a day-long festival. Yeah. Uh, ten to so ten. My answer, my first, the answer to the first part is no, I wouldn't do that. Because <laughs> uh, most of those bands, I don't like any of their songs. And, like, yeah. there's a few of the bands on there where I like, like, one of their songs. Sure. Uh, and then Everybody loves was, the lesser hits of Tantric. But the thing is, is if somebody was going to pay me, like, it would have been... As you may remember from my past, I went to a Spice Girls concert at one point because my friend really wanted to go and had no one to go with. So, like, mm-hmm. if someone was going to pay for my ticket and uh, I didn't have to drive there, yeah, I probably would go just to hang out. I do um, it in a minute. Yeah. Like, it's, it's just like, what a – we'd have to record a season of the show based on that. Like, I, I, I just think, like, it's just – there's it's a lot. Yeah. 
you know, it, it's, it's really a lot like, um, I, I'm the same way. And, but if, if somebody had to, like, if I didn't, wasn't going with somebody who was, you know, there as an enjoyment, like if I had to go alone, yeah, you know, then I think I'd need to be compensated for my time. You're right. Right. You know, can you imagine being in that concert alone? I, I feel like you wouldn't be allowed in. Yeah, <laughs> like you're gonna have to show me a friend with bad musical taste if you want to get in here, buddy. Like, I'm sorry, uh, you know they're gonna play Butterfly, so if you don't have someone to make out with, you're gonna feel yeah. real weird. Yeah, everyone's just making out, and they're all like, we're like young and hot when the song came out, mm-hmm. so everybody's forty, you know, <laughs> like everybody's, yeah. you know, and just like a lot of hand down jorts. You know, like a lot, not not in both senses, like jorts yeah. that have been passed down from generation to generation, and yeah. sticking your hand down a pair of jorts, like both yeah. senses would this, happen a lot. This would definitely be that concert. Like that was when I used to go to bigger concerts. Uh, you know, when I saw like the Who or whatever when they were playing, it was always like easy to find those like middle aged couples that never went out, and there, the dude was always like super hard macking on his lady. You yeah, know? like he's just grinding his his dick up against her butt for like an hour and a half yeah. or whatever. <laughs> just, or, like, a real delayed gratification kind of yeah. kind of thing. Like, and you think you get old enough, you realize like I necessarily want to grind up against a butt for ninety minutes. Yeah, but you like know? that's you know probably the like the closest he's had to any sort of sexual experience that's, in yeah. a while. It's so. like if, this if if butterfly doesn't turn you on, woman. Yeah, like I I don't know what I'm doing. I'm I, I'm out of my out of my depth. Keep playing butterfly. I'm getting somewhere. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I'm close and she's close. Uh, um, she, she's close to being like to kissing me, and I'm close to ejaculating. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, she's making me go crazy. And yeah, her legs yeah. are shaking from me bouncing <laughs> like yeah. cock against the con- her butt. The constant pressure of my trouser front <laughs> pushing her down. Yeah, um, she's barely hanging on. Yeah, Gary, baby. Uh, I need to know which of these Pokemon is Cubist. Smirgle has a brush on his tail, and this tournament he will surely fail. And Geodude might cop a two when observing a new descending a staircase. He'll come in last place. Cause this tournament ain't about the size, how bad as they are, how cute their eyes. This time we're looking at their heart to see if they are fans of Cuba start. So we'll start at the beginning and then we'll up we'll ramp. Cause we need to see which Pokemons the real Marcel do share. Cuddle up with your arcane eye. This song's over, it's Tournament time! Pablo Tops! Oh, this is getting so hard. Is it Bahiam or Bahidril? <laughs> <laughs> no, this is going to be uh, a slightly uh, more easy one, uh-huh. I think, than last time. Okay. I had to remember who Bahiam is, though. <laughs> Some if I remember that. correctly, Behem is like some sort of bell-shaped psychic uh-huh, robot. Yes, the number of bells that stuck, <laughs> stuck their way into this tournament yeah. is more than zero. <laughs> so, Behem, yeah, Behem, the bell-shaped robot, he's psychic. Uh, and I think the B, yeah, this has to be Behem, because the, the way that uh, Beedrill sweeps by before was because honeycombs are kind of like cubes. Yeah, yeah. It was some real nonsense. <laughs> I think I think, think Behem has to take this one. Yeah, not to make it too quick or anything, but like, no. oh, oh man, he has the hidden ability analytic as well. That's right. That's right. That so, is a that's an art appreciation. You know, that's definitely an art appreciation. So you got like a battle of the psychics coming up in the finals, but let's not God. talk about them now. Let's yeah, that's going to be tricky for our Pokemon special episode. Yes, indeed. <laughs> the, um, boy, yeah. Um, 
I I hadn't thought about Crazy Town uh, outside of a Northern Lion context in a really long time. <laughs> like he he talks about it every once in a while just because that's his, yeah. his steez. So you know when you're talking about that low level hum, in my head it's Northern Lion saying it. Yeah, I could I could definitely see that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I feel like like Northern Lion and I are are wired with the same pop culture <laughs> references most of the time. Yeah. Um, so I think that's one of the reasons why I like listening to him. You you and I definitely have a little bit of a split there, even though we're the same age. Is I think that yeah. you are more keyed into late '90s stuff than I am. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. that's that's very true. Yeah, I, I was a late bloomer. It's a, or or <laughs> I was just an early bloomer. Yeah, maybe. You know, I, I was just uh, who who even knows. Um, Does it matter? No. Yeah, I, the, uh, I do want to tell just a real quick story about. Um, I, I went to Best Buy with a friend of mine, and I remember him thinking about buying the CD, and I was very gently trying to tell him not to because that was my like realization <laughs> that I was like, "There's no way there's anything good on this album." Like when I was like having that that crisis of just being like, "Wait, music that's on the radio isn't good." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, there's, there's also that thing that, uh, and now it's absolutely alien, but at the yeah. time, sometimes you would buy a whole record because one song on it was good. Yeah. And sometimes that was even okay to the point where, like, uh, you didn't even care if the other song, like, if the other songs were good. You just wanted to be the ability yeah. to listen to Butterfly whenever you want, which you had because if you turned on the radio, it would be on. Yeah. But you just need to, like, on-demand Butterfly. Yeah. You're not interested in listening to such songs as outro uh, players only love you when they're playing lollipop porn uh, and think fast. Think fast. Yeah. Well, yeah. I do kind of want to listen to that. I want to see what think fast is. Actually, there's an intro and outro, and I really hope it's like a spoken word story kind of thing. Like, yeah, maybe this is a concept album. We don't even if this, know. This album begins with like in the year 2000. <laughs> <laughs> One band battled for supremacy what, of what if, music. What if? What if this whole thing, all the sex metaphors we think are true of this song. Uh, are not true, and this is all literal, uh, literal, and it's about like human butterfly hybrids who uh, love to eat sugar and babies. Um, yeah, I would love it. And they yeah. make their legs shake too. That's how you fight them off. Uh, Brayton, yes. we've learned a lot today. We have. Uh, I learned a lot about this band just by looking up stuff. Um, we learned a lot about uh, radio. Mm-hmm. Best Buy. Um, a lot. Of, I feel like we really learned a lot about sex and sexuality. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I, I finally understand it now that I've listened to this song multiple times. I think that this podcast qualifies as course credit in sex ed. If you're in high <laughs> God, school, I, like, I, will, <laughs> I will write a note. And then the first time you have a sex partner, you're like, teenage dirtbags told me to make her come with my mouth sugar, baby. And then <laughs> something about nip slips and I don't know. Something about fierce piercings and tongue rings giving you the spongy tissue in your ding dong. Um, so we learned a lot about that. Yeah. So you may think you've heard everything, mm-hmm. but you ain't seen nothing yet. Because every episode of Teenage Dirtbags ends with a poem about an onion. Brayton, you have a poem about an onion for us. Oh, I do. I do. Hell yeah. It does not have, um, it does not have a title. Oh, okay. Hook me up, bro. Mockery. Great Gutenbergs of mockery. A whole world filled with it. Tell me what I want to hear. That everyone is dumb. Tell me what I don't want to hear. That nothing is changing. Your bites are acid. The crunch burns my eyes, but no one is listening from the 
top of the hill you rolled down. I like this new character poetry. Oh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> it's very, my sort of like masterpiece theater. Yeah. yeah. Very, very good. I like it quite a bit. Thank you. Uh, what can people do if they like this show, Brady? Uh, well, they can rate and review it on iTunes. Mm-hmm. They can tell a friend. Mm-hmm. They can tell uh, a, a butterfly. Mm-hmm. Or a sugar baby. <laughs> yeah. I think, is that like uh, maybe like a sort of like that scene in, uh, in Lord of the Rings uh, Fellowship where where Gandalf is whispering to the moth. It's kind of the same thing, right? Like yeah, yeah. You whisper to a butterfly, and then, like, the falcons come and save you, or the hawks. I understand that calling a girl a butterfly is definitely a compliment. Uh-huh. Calling a girl a moth is very different. <laughs> <laughs> like, you're my moth. You're my moth. Sugar, sloth, or what, you know, yeah. whatever you want to say. Like, it's a very different connotation. Um, I'll make your legs shake. You'll eat all my sweater. <laughs> You're a butterfly for boys. That would yeah. be like the lady version of this, you know, because they're, they're the masculine. Yeah. Uh, flying insect. Sure. Patreon.com slash DuckFeeTV was mentioned. Yeah. Ratings, reviews. Listen to other shows in the network. We really do appreciate it. Uh, and until next time. In 20... It's been a while since we recorded. Yeah, I think... Do you want to do a new outro? Is that what you're saying? It might be It might be time. Okay. Uh, it might be time to do a new outro. So in 2018, we vow to have a better sign-off. Sugar, baby. <laughs> sign-off, sugar, baby. This is Sugar, baby. Signing out. <laughs>